Hello and welcome to the Honest Property Investment Podcast. My name is Natasha Collins and I am the host of this podcast. I am also the founder of NC Real Estate, which includes my members club for landlords and property investors to come and build profitable commercial and mixed use property portfolios, which completely align with your goals. If you want to find out more about that, then I suggest you head on over to ncrealestate.co.uk, which is my website for everything you need, commercial and mixed use property. I have got a very special mini course coming over, coming out, sorry, over the next week, I think. Watch this space. We have just produced it and it's about how to cross over from residential property to commercial property. If that's something you'd like to uh, have, again, it's going to be free just to give you that information. Um, Watch this space. I will give you the link for that. I don't have it just yet at the time of recording. It's our first week back after the holidays. And so from that point of view, um, we're just catching up and setting out everything that we have got to do this year. It's 2022, y'all. Can you even believe it? I felt like the end of last year came around really, really, really quickly. Um, Last year was a bit of a whirlwind. Here we are, start of 2022. Lots going on, lots of changes in the industry. Lots of things that you're going to need to watch out for this year. That's really, really important. I think I should let you in on a little something that has been brewing for the last couple of months. Um, If you are a client of mine, you already know this information. Um, For those of you who are just avid podcast listeners and you listen on a weekly basis, you may not know this, but Chris and I are having a baby at the end of February, (laughs) Um, which seems mad that we um, actually managed for a lot of people just to not even realise for the last however many months but that's been good for us because we've had to make a lot of decisions on the back of it Um, and we are as a couple notoriously private about what we do and our our decisions I mean as much as I can talk to you about our property portfolio and what we do there um, Chris very much likes to stay out of the limelight and doesn't want um, a huge amount of fuss and I don't really want a huge amount of fuss either Um, but we are very excited to be welcoming a little peanut at the end of February, which obviously means that there are going to be maybe a few changes to scheduling um, of this podcast. If I disappear suddenly, probably it's because baby has come. Um, I think I'm going to try and do the podcast every other week rather than weekly. And that's just because 2021 was a ridiculously busy year. We moved down to Austin, so we're living in Austin at the moment. Part of that was baby related. We were not getting the health care that we needed in South Carolina. Um, and I won't go into too much detail on that because you don't, you know, it's a long story. Um, but we needed better health care than what we were getting. I don't think we were getting the best possible service. And secondly, being in Austin means that we are closer to 
um, a Facebook office for Chris. In fact, it's only just down the road. And with that, he gets a huge amount of paternity leave, which is fantastic. You know, I can't wait for him to be a dad and spend that much time um, with our baby. So all being well at the moment, everything is healthy and everything is fine. Um, but it means that in anticipation of that happening, we have been getting a lot of things ready um, and a lot of things done. So <laughs> that's our big news. Um, in terms of NC Real Estate, for my clients, you've already got an email about what's going to happen. Um, I obviously still run a company and my company is my business baby. For those of you who run businesses, you will know that um, having a business, something that you have grown like blood, sweat and tears over, is not something that you just think, oh, now I'm going to be a mom. I'm about to give that up. Hell no. Um, I have a very, very, very good team around me who I've built over the last 12 months and really have the expertise that I do to carry everything forward. I have the utmost confidence that they know exactly what they're doing and that they will be able to support my clients if I need time off, which I'm going to have a little bit of time off for recovery. I don't expect to pop out a baby and be all of a sudden like, hi, I'm Natasha, I'm back. I would love that if I could actually be like that because I'm not very good at turning off. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. So from that point of view, um, my team are well equipped to take over. Of course, I'm not leaving them in the lurch. I'll still be behind the scenes, um, but won't be as, as client facing probably for um, six to 12 weeks after giving birth. And then um, slowly but surely, not all at once, I'll be coming back in as uh, you know a figurehead of my business because that's what we do when we're working hard to build a business build a family and hey it's going to be hard I'm not suggesting that this is going to be easy for those of you who listen and are like Natasha I've had a baby I know what it's like I get you I get you please don't burst my bubble just yet though I always would rather go into things being really optimistic then I would go into things being really doomsday and then think, oh, God, this is going to be so hard because balance is key. Um, as I said, I've got a huge amount of backup. I've got a huge amount of support in business, which I'm so lucky to have and, you know, built myself just this dynamic, creative, innovative team, which I just can't stop raving about everything is going to be okay. And this business is still going to grow from strength to strength. I have full confidence in that. There is no part of me that thinks that this is going to fall over. Yeah, there'll be struggles, there'll be hard days, but that's building a business. <laughs> so there we have it. I'm excited, really excited. And hopefully this will mean that at some point this year, I get to come back to the UK. Oh, can't wait for that. Really can't wait for that, guys. Um, I have recently had our green card through, but by that point, too far pregnant to be able to safely fly. And with moving house and with Christmas, I wasn't very well over Christmas. I've really been putting my feet up and not really doing anything, which 
has been hard in itself. I can't even walk the dog. I wasn't able to walk the dog over Christmas. I mean, that is a joy in itself that I love doing. So from that point of view, really excited to be able to come back to the UK to um, see everybody, you know. That's an exciting start to the year, isn't it? So let's see how this year pans out. Um, Exciting, very exciting. So much to do, so many things going on. So I wanted to share that with you first. Um, This isn't about to turn into a mommy and baby podcast. That would be well weird. That's obviously not how this is about to go. Um, What's been really interesting, though, as a side note, and I think I will come back to this because I still don't have the answers, estate planning. Estate planning, which involves Peanut and our pets. Um, I think we did something wrong in the purchase of the South Carolina property. And I can't, I don't quite know yet what that looks like, but South Carolina has some very strange probate laws. So if anything happened to Chris and I, I don't know how we'd get hold of that property, which is utterly bizarre. So we've got a lot of work going on around that at the moment. How do we safeguard the South Carolina property? How do we safeguard the Texas property? What does it look like? Us being British, our babies going to be American, um, although have a British passport, of course, you know can't take a girl out of England and expect her offspring to not be English too. Um, but obviously we'll have an American passport because they're being born over here. Um, so we've been doing a lot of estate planning and that has been chaotic to say the least. Um, I can't explain at the moment how it works because I honestly don't know. Um, at the moment, there is a letter with my solicitor in the UK, which basically says what should happen to everything if something was to happen to me, but I don't think Chris has got that ironed out yet. So God knows. Um, Long and short of it is, we've bought property in America, didn't even think about the consequences of buying it in America for our estate planning needs, and now we're having to sort it out retrospectively. That's what's happening. So... I thought I'd let you know that that's one thing that's come up from having a baby. We didn't do it when um, we didn't even think about it when we got married. Um, ultimately, um, there's a letter or a will in place for my portfolio, and there's a will in place for Chris's portfolio. But ultimately, everything gets split between us, apart from you know investor funds and what have you, which will go back to the investors. But we never realized how complicated it would be when you bring a baby into the mix so there we go something you learn if you haven't done your estate planning or you've not even looked at it and you've got investment in your portfolio and you're investing in especially if you're investing in different countries do not expect it to be easy to take money out of each country yeah there you go that's a word of warning and something that I don't really have an answer to but I'm telling you about anyway um yeah complicated doesn't mean that you're going to lose money anywhere along the line it just means please go and have a look at it and start getting your solicitor involved now and that is the only advice I can give you interesting right or not interesting quite morbid 
Anyway, okay, so that's what we've been working on over here. Now, I thought today I would just bring you a little bit of my thoughts and opinions on something which I think is really going to trip a lot of investors up in 2022, and I'm already seeing it. You know through listening that I, oh, at the moment, seem to be coming a cropper with property finance left, right, and center. You probably know that. You've probably heard that because I rant about it most weeks. And I think that property finance is getting harder and harder and harder and harder. I am currently doing a remortgage on a resi flat. And it's not going as well as I hoped. I really thought it'd be easy. The remortgage date is, so my fixed term comes to an end at the end of this month, so the 31st of January. We've been working on new products since the 1st of December. And getting a valuer to agree to a value and agree to a rental value as well is ridiculously hard. And I don't know why. Like for the life of me, I don't know why, because it's not as if this flat, it's not as if I've gone to them with a value that's out of the ordinary. Um, The flat is in the centre of Bath. It will be worth about 360. Lenders are only happy to put a value up to about 325 on it, which 35K difference is huge. And I've got evidence of other two beds transacting at 360 literally opposite you know it's not as if this is unheard of and much smaller than mine as well and also them not agreeing to the rent that's on a tenancy agreement that I've got Mm -hmm. I've got a tenancy agreement in place at 1350 per month and they don't think that I'm able to get any more than 1100 which doesn't stack up in the slightest really doesn't stack up in the slightest but fine. Right. So that's the first hurdle that I'm jumping over, which means that I'm going to get less borrowing. So that's one thing. And if you remember from previous podcasts, I need this remortgage in order to be able to pay off my second charge on the money that I borrowed to buy Barnstable. And at the moment, I am on a 1.5% per month on that second charge. I need to get off of that pretty damn quickly. So that's one of the issues. And then number two issue, or not even an issue, not even an issue. This is just sustainability. Sustainability, last year I predicted that you will need to have better EPCs in order to get lending. This is now coming true. If I have a C rating on this flat, bearing in mind this flat's grade two listed, then I can get up to 80% loan to value. 
perfect, right? If I don't get a C rating, I can get up to 75% loan to value, but it has to be a D rating. So loan to values are slowly starting to be judged based upon your EPC rating. I don't think this is for every lender. This is just chatting to different lenders. Um, we have started off with looking at Barclays, decided not to use them. Currently speaking to Accord, they're being pretty difficult. So I don't know where we're going to turn next, but these are the requirements that lenders are putting in place. And it's something that we really need to start looking out for. And I'm going to keep you updated on how this goes because as of today, I'm having to get a new EPC, which will happen next week. So hopefully I'll know what rating it is next week um, just to try and get that up because I have replaced the heating in that flat. I have done the windows, but I can't put secondary glazing on because it's grade two listed. And I have changed the hot water heating as well. So let's see. Let's see if it comes back with a C and then we can get that 80% loan to value, which means that even at the lower, um, the lower valuation, I'd be able to get all my money back out, pay off the second charge. It's still going to be a high interest rate. I think it's around 3%, which is pretty gross, but at least it's cheaper than that 7.29% I'm paying on Barnstable and also that 1.5% per month I'm paying for the second charge loan you know, sw swings and roundabouts. And also I just need to get it done so that I can sign all the paperwork and everything before this baby comes, because quite frankly, I don't want to be dealing with it during that as well. Although sod's law says that I will be, you know, it's property. Property doesn't stop. Babies don't stop. Life doesn't stop. Right. So we have to just keep going. with that. But that's my thought process, which brings me on to something even more that we need to think about. That is the fact that finance is just difficult. I think everybody, actually, I've only got one client at the moment, one of my asset management clients, who seems to get the best finance no matter what. Um, and that's because he's got a great relationship with his lenders and they just absolutely lend to him at the best rates I've, I've ever seen. So I've got one anomaly where... Um, that works really well. And Monmouthshire Building Society, so for those of you who are investing in Wales, are lending on commercial and mixed use at 3.99%, or I think one of them was at 3.59%. So there's a tip for you. You have to obviously show that you're experienced and that you're investing in property in Wales. That's the caveat. But with that, he seems to be getting some fantastic rates. I'm very, very impressed with what we're managing to get there. However, for the rest of us mere mortals, 2022 is going to come with its struggles in terms of finance. You are probably already seeing it. And if you haven't already seen it and you've got some remortgages coming up, please start now. Again, if you've got remortgages coming up this year, please start now because lenders are really, really, really risk averse. They want to see everything. They want to go through your background history and they want to check that deals stack up. 
And that's fair. That really is fair. But they're also lending on values and taking into account risk. Certainly for commercial property, if we have got commercial property where there is five years left to to run on a lease, whilst you're not getting vacant possession value, what lenders are taking into account on that is that there's going to be a reletting term at some point, in which case they're going to de-discount the time it takes to relet that property from the amount that they're going to lend to you. So if the average reletting in an area is 10 months, 12 months, maybe even 18 months, you know, if it's a particularly risky area, that amount of rent is going to be deducted from the amount that they're going to lend. If the lease has less than two years to run, you are going to get a vacant possession value. So please just bear that in mind. If it's got more than five years left to run, it tends to be done at at market value, providing you've got a strong covenant. But they are looking into the tenants as well to see how the tenants traded during COVID. Have they had any arrears? They want to look at everything to do with the building. Is the building structurally sound? All of that, um, just to make sure that they're not lending on really, really risky buildings. And with that, you are then finding those higher interest rates because they think that it's going to be um, more of a risk to them, so they charge you the higher interest rates. So we're seeing with commercial interest rates somewhere around 5.5 to 7 which is expensive. As I said, some lenders we're seeing, if you've got a good relationship with a bank, they will drop that over time. And, you know, I said about my one client who's getting in the threes. Well, that's also because he's had lending with them time and time and time again, and they know that he always performs. So that might be something to bear in mind. Do you have that relationship already? Um, For residential, we're also seeing the same thing. Lending is a lot tighter and lenders are also aware of the bubble in the housing market that was created last year with the pent up demand from COVID, people wanting to move out of towns and that meaning that, you know, a lot of houses were, the values really, really skyrocketed, but that might not be the normal market, which is why they're trying their hardest not to overvalue. So whilst there's huge amounts of, um, you know skepticism going around social media about surveyors downvaluing blah 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 in reality that is a mix of a surveyor just making sure that they're being risk averse but also um, a bank being risk averse too trying their hardest not to hype up the market and overland that's as simple as it is so with that being said I've told you all of the problems that there is with lending at the moment of course, you can still get lending, right? Lending is still out there. I'm not, I'm not stopping. I'm just saying it's just harder. It's harder to jump through all the hoops. So you have to be resilient in this market. You have to be. Lending takes longer to get. You know, on a commercial unit at the moment, it could be three to six months. Okay, so just budget that in. And you need to look at the products that you are looking at and try not to spend a lot of money before going through the application process with the lender. 
If you can get free valuations, please do that right now, because otherwise you're just going to have to keep shelling out for valuation upon valuation upon valuation, which can be expensive um, if you decide not to go with that lender. So that's tip number one. Um, but number two, don't be afraid to change lenders either. You really do want to find the lender that is right for you. And that means you could have take a huge amount of channels. There's hundreds of lenders in the market. There is hundreds. You've just got to find the right one that, that loans to you and you need to know the end goal of that property. Where do you want that property to be in five years time? Where do you want that property to be in 10 years time? Okay, great. So what type of lending do you need in order to get to that goal? That's the questions that I would be asking and then seeing if the lender will fit in with that. If not, I'd be moving on. And so you need a good broker who is going to be able to ask different um, lenders on your behalf and is prepared to work with you until you find the right solution for you. If the broker can't find that solution, you need to move on to the next. That's as simple as it is. Don't lose faith that you will find a lender. It will happen eventually, but it's going to take a little bit more time. So you're going to have to be on the board and be organized. That is my main tip for this year. But then also remember that if you're in this situation, everybody else who's getting lending is in this situation too, which would probably call the market somewhat. I don't think it's going to have a huge dampener on the market. Of course, you've got those people who buy with cash coming in. And if you've got cash right now, oh my gosh, cash is king. You are going to be able to find some great deals. But if you don't, you are in this situation with everybody else who's getting lending and it's going to be tougher. So your job has to be the person who's consistent with getting the lending, consistent with speaking to lenders, making sure that you are being as transparent and jumping through as many hoops as you can to get that lending. And if you if you do that and stay the course, you are going to be more successful this year. If you give up and say, oh, no one would lend to me. Well, that's where you're going to fail. Right. So these are this is the big thing this year. It's mindset on finance. You will find the finance that you want. You may have to make a sacrifice in maybe the loan to value by a little bit or maybe the interest rate. But if you can jiggle with those um, little hits that you take, maybe long term, it means that you keep building your portfolio. And after all, we should be in this for the long term, not the short term. Property investment, long term investment. You're always going to have to keep rejigging this portfolio. But I'm warning you now, the biggest thing you need to focus on this year is working on finance and make sure that you're putting time aside in order to do that. All right. So hopefully that has been a good start to the year. I will see you or speak to you very, very, very soon. Um, thank you so much for listening today. Please don't forget to subscribe. Whatever happens, you will get podcasts into whatever platform you're listening on on a Tuesday. These podcasts will always still come out on a Tuesday. Um, please rate and review this podcast. And if you'd like to email me about anything, email me natasha at mcrealestate.co.uk. Thank you for listening to me today. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon.